I want you to think about drones. And do they pose a security risk? Yo, man, I didn't find my drone on the White House. I told you this before. You keep asking me. Stop tweeting me. All right. Let's start the show. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 4. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. I want you to think about your cell phone bill. And what are we actually paying for? I'm Todd Moore. On December 22nd, Oscar Santana from Baltimore, Maryland, said he only paid $62 a month for his cell phone bill with unlimited data. Is that possible? This is a Verizon LTE call from Oscar Santana. From Tech 411. Yo, man, I don't know how many times I can tell you this. It's $62 a month. She gave me a great deal. I mean, she was nice to me. So I looked at his bill, and it had that number on it. But it had a lot of other numbers, too. And what's up with that Nisha call? On the next episode of Tech 411. Yo, I'm a nice guy. I just wish people would listen to the show and subscribe on iTunes. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 133. Thanks for tuning in. It could be episode 12 from uh, the Smash Serial, Todd, as uh, we uh, took the tech world by storm with our promo. Yeah, that promo was uh, a lot of fun to make. And uh, can you, I just, I didn't think people, I didn't know there was that many people out there. Tweet, you know, that could tweet <laughs> that us. That actually listen from, to the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, more importantly, it was a cross-section of people who listen to Serial. Yes. And then those who listen to Tech 411. And that subset, I thought, was much smaller, but apparently not. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I was in class. You know who doesn't listen to Serial? Who's that? Mike. Oh, uh, Michael Merritt. Yeah, I, I we had a little pep talk about it uh, today. Actually, <laughs> when I got back, I was in I was at the University of Maryland, uh, Robert Robert Getting H. Smart. Smith School, um, in my first week of residency for uh, for my MBA. And during glad you survived. During most, oh, I almost died. Uh, or during most of those courses, you're not allowed to have your phone on. But some of them you can't. You just can't have them out. Sometimes you can't even have computers on. I thought every course in 2014 you could have a laptop out because that's all you th- hear about, right? No, most of these you can't. So all I heard uh, in my pocket was the vibra- felt was the vibration, and I heard the vibration in a very quiet classroom of all of the notifications of people tweeting us and liking that promo that debuted while I was in class. And I was so excited about it because we had fun doing it. Ju- we recording it just that Friday before that I didn't know what to expect. And then when I finally heard the Mike O'Mara show, I said, "Typical Mike didn't get it, but everyone else did." Yeah, I'm glad uh, Rob Spiewak uh, knew exactly what we were doing with the promo. Save the day. And, yeah, and so did Katie, and, uh, and and they had to explain it to Mike. And <laughs> I'm really upset Mike never listened to that podcast. Maybe you can work <laughs> on him. Because, I mean, it really was. If you have no idea what we're talking about or you j- that promo you just heard, if you have no idea what that is, then you need to listen to the podcast Serial. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. And it's, it's, you know, we don't really go out of our way to promote other shows on here no. on the program, especially on, on other networks. But that's this a is the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's the benchmark uh, for podcasts these days, and it's well worth it. And uh, it's certainly going to entertain you. And you'll get that promo at the end of the day. You'll get it soon enough. You'll understand it. Yeah, listen to Serial and then listen to our promo. That's what we're asking. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Uh, yeah. Devote 12 hours and then circle back. <laughs> it's, circle back it will us. come right back. Exactly. Uh, Todd, it's good to be back. Good to be back in the real world, as I like to call it. I uh, knocked out two chapters of strategic management before the program today, uh, which was nice uh, outside of our work. And thank you for being so patient. This is what's great about Todd, and I'm going to pull back the curtains a little bit, uh, the curtain uh, a little bit, where... Todd is running his own business, and Todd and I have a project. It's called Free App Company that we've been working on for a couple years now going on, and there's still things I still don't understand, and he's patient enough to walk me through them over Skype, but every time I'm typing him a question, there's a part of me that says, this is when he just says, enough, man. What is going on here? So I appreciate your patience. You know, after so long, when did the iPhone come out? Like seven years ago? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's taken Apple so long. It's... it. First of all, so what Oscar was talking about was uh, an app that we're working on and we're beta testing. And 
to get this app out to beta testers, uh, you need what's called a UUID, a unique identifier. And so the Oscar all day was scrambling to figure out what his number was. Yeah, and yeah. We have to add it. The whole thing. To, it's just it's so convoluted and it hasn't changed uh, since, you know, the first uh, app, since I started writing the first app. It hasn't changed, uh, although it is getting uh, a little bit better and it's. I'm, I'm jumping ahead here, That's but fine. the the article uh, that came out uh, today was Apple is shutting down the original test flight beta testing platform in February, and and the reason they're doing that is because they bought the company, and uh, this test flight is was always the most popular way to to test your apps before they hit the app store. It's a beta test platform, and Apple bought them, and now it's fully integrated into iTunes. So uh, hopefully we don't have to go through these steps, you know, of adding your unique ID, finding the right app, writing yeah. the right number, the mobile provision oh profile crap. It it really is a nightmare, and and it always is. And in today, even today, <laughs> I struggle <laughs> with how do I get this app onto someone else's phone. So Apple is actually going to make it easier. There's a facelift coming. And it's called Test Flight, and they are allowing a thousand. So now, when I create an app or we create an app for free app company, we can send it to a thousand people just using their email address. Oh my god! Go through this crap ever again. Thank goodness, man. And and but you mentioned the, that in passing, but right now we had to go through the old, uh, the old school. Let's cut yeah. and paste. And figure out what's still, the story. The old school way is still there for internal testers. Let's call them. But now they've made it easier for the external uh, testers that you just need an email address. Uh, as this article uh, points out, one caveat to that, which I'm kind of upset with, but it, this test flight only works with iOS 8. That means it becomes very difficult for people to uh, make sure their apps work for previous versions mm. of iOS, right? Yeah, they like, work both ways, yeah. And like my, all of my apps today, I, I try to support uh, 5.1.1 or 6.0. And so, uh, you know, and, and Android is the same, is even worse, really, because I support 2.3 and they're already on 5.0. But, you know, that's a major problem for people that make apps uh, and people that want to develop and, and put the apps out there. A polished make, product, at least, so you can test on all different uh, platforms and different uh, yeah. iterations. Yeah, because there's so many. You just think of all the different. I want you to think about all the different <laughs> smartphones out there for a second. Made, there's a lot of them. That made and, me. <laughs> and then you take that. You take that list, right? Yeah. And you combine it with all the different operating system versions out there. It's, it's just mass. It's turned into a massive problem. This actually works both ways, Todd. Or actually, it covers the entire spectrum as far as free app companies concerned. Because when we launch this new all the current apps, the big Owen Dukes app, the more broadcasting app, the Tech for One app, all those apps are going to get these feature updates, which are a chock yeah. full of uh, goodness, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. We're working around the clock on these features, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, it's taking us a lot longer. Taking my company a lot longer. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. So. I hear it every day. You don't know. It's been two days of this and two days of that, five days of yeah. this. I do appreciate the hard work, and I'm sure everybody listening uh, does as well some uh, some really cool features coming out. Yeah, very cool. Uh, moving on from from the Apple uh, test flight, I, I will say the one takeaway in that, just to wrap this up in a bow, is that uh, going forward, uh, iOS eight may be the best. You you should upgrade because I think apps are going to be the most stable on that platform. Given that Apple is only allowing us to test on on that version of of the software. Uh, so the takeaway is upgrade uh, to the latest, yeah, greatest operating system. Update, baby, update. All right. Um, thank you for indulging me there. Let's get right into it as far as security is concerned. You might not have known this, Todd, but uh, I'm a drone guy. And I knew that. <laughs> I think anybody, I've seen your videos. I think anybody who knows me. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I got a drone last year. Had some real. I was super enthusiastic. Flew it almost every week, and as long as I think I took real estate pictures of Todd's home at one point. It didn't sell the house. Didn't but sell I the house. <laughs> we had a good time. Um, and on the heels of that, you wonder, well, Oscar, do you still fly your drone once in a while? I flew it a couple weekends ago. 
Uh, I did see that DJI, uh, which is the company that made my drone, and I'll, and they're in the news as of late, as of just yesterday, um, may has created a new drone, Todd, and it's uh, the Inspire One. It's got a 4K camera on it, and it can be flown by two operators, one that flies the actual drone and the other that controls the camera. Pretty amazing. I can't wait to uh, you know, get my mitts into it once I decide to pull the trigger. We can fly wait, it together. Are you going to get one? I think I'm going to get one, man. With the 4K? Present to myself, as I Finally, told you. I'll be able to watch something on my TV. So. <laughs> as I told this will be the first time I'm like, hey, can you bring those home videos over? <laughs> <laughs> as I told Shannon, she said, uh, that's pretty pricey. And I said, look, I don't really have a lot of great things going on in my life with school and everything right now. I'm just going to say that if I can hold out till probably, let's say, April, this will probably be a present to myself. And she said, don't we need other things? And she's probably alluding to engagement rings of such. And I said, hey. Let, let me just take care of uh, daddy right now because uh, I don't I don't think that I can handle planning a wedding or getting married anytime soon. She was very receptive to that. Let me tell you, not at all. Um, wow. Okay, so. So the article I'm reading right now about drones. Yes. One actually crashed into the White House lawn. Uh, the I know same you've model re- we have. The same yeah. model I have. And so I want to get your perspective on this. Uh, what does this mean for drone operators? Uh, should we expect the worst in terms of uh, FAA getting involved? Regulation? Yeah. yeah uh, uh, there's always a few bad apples, as I always tell everybody when they tell me stories like this, but this may be the worst. Um, my initial thought process is I read this article about uh, drone hitting, uh, basically uh, breaking through and, and flying over near the White House and, and then crashing into uh, a tree, it looks like. They don't say if it's the White House itself or crash into a tree uh, around 3 a.m. Uh, the White House went on lockdown. Security, uh, I mean, um, Secret Service was out. Security was at full height. They had uh, members of their security team walking the entire, uh, the entire grounds of the actual White House. They didn't know if something was dropped. Uh, luckily, the first family was not in town. The daughters may have been. Um, by family, I mean uh, you know the president and his wife weren't at the White House. But what this means for drone operators is I might have to get that Inspire 1 ASAP before they yeah. pull it off the market. And two, this is what happens, Todd. This is, when, this is what happens when dummies, people that think that they are smarter than the rest of us, decide to fly their quadcopters, basically, their remote control um, quadcopters into the White House or be uh, near the Pentagon just to get a, a picture or do something no one else has done. It just doesn't make sense. And for me, I'll tell you that at, when I first got my drone, the first thing I thought was, I don't want to be the guy that messes it up for anyone else, right? So right. when we flew, we flew, we we go all the way out to Herndon or wherever your home is out there, and we'd fly at a park. And, that we, and if there was a helicopter around, there was any type of flight paths, we didn't deal with that. We didn't go too high. We just did. We just had fun on our on our terms. When you're flying in D.C., even when I do it here at the park around the corner, it's it's low, man. We're up to maybe 200 feet. There's no helicopter buzzing by at that altitude. I don't want to be the guy that messes up for everyone. Yeah, and well, I I think you're fine, but this jerk uh, is going to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> and I, I think, yeah, he's clearly it. something's going to happen a lot sooner. They're going to have to because you know you fly your drone into the White House. This this is a serious problem, and you think about terrorism, and you know uh, I keep thinking is is this the next delivery vehicle? For something horrible, is this what you know? Terrorists uh, are going to plan uh, next. Are they going to take these things and somehow put weapons on them and and do something? That's a fair horrific? assumption. That's a, it talks like, about that in the article. Uh, the and, I, and so yeah, I'm, and I'm reading the article, and one of the things it says how basically we want to know how, what can these things carry. Uh, have you ever like tried to carry something with your drone? Uh, if I'm being honest. I, I have thought about it, but it was more like a transformer <laughs> or like an so Optimus little, Prime little... <laughs> type guy at the bottom of it. I never thought of actually yeah. putting any type of payload outside of a toy. And the only reason I did that was with my nephew because I, I would have done it without him, to be honest with you. Uh, but he was into it, so I was into it. So we put a little Optimus Prime and flew him around yeah. uh, the back and, and of I my parents' house. And I think you can only carry like a few ounces. A few ounces is, is the right? answer you're looking for, yes. But these things come in all sizes. And, you know, uh, there's commercially available ones that the just carry 
like they, can, they can carry a huge payload, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what, um, I don't know, that's kind of what concerns me. Uh, and, and most, it certainly concerns uh, DC government because this, this is the beginning of the end, I, I would think, for these things. Um, and, and they're very difficult to stop, right? Like Secret Service wouldn't be able to stop someone just flying in and crashing into the, the no, 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 how, no. How would they detect it? Not how even, would they stop it? Not even a sniper. Uh, it'd, it'd be tough for him to catch it uh, when it's moving, especially at night. Um, I would say this. Do me a favor while you're there. Go to DJI.com. We don't get a single dollar from them. And look at the Inspire one. And tell me if I should order it tonight or wait till the hammer comes down <laughs> when they're having a fire sale or they don't let them, they, I have to get it on the black market. Um, I think you're right. I think that the hammer will come down. I believe that there is uh, a danger that is involved. The payloads for these little toys, the one I have can't carry anything. It barely carry uh, Optimus Prime, if I'm being honest. Like it, it was tough to just carry that thing around the backyard. I'm looking but, at the video for the Inspire. Yeah, no, please do. How much does this cost? $3,200. Wow. 32, but that's the big daddy with the extra battery and the extra controller. I figure you and I would be out there, you know, filming a, uh, a short film to send into Sundance uh, where you could be the camera operator. I would just fly it, right? Yeah, you have two remotes. Yeah. Uh, so this camera does 4K at 30 frames a second. And they're showing footage on this site. Yeah. On this website. It looks amazing. Right? Nice. Yeah. Unless you want to travel and just uh, take that thing with you. Yeah. Wow. Pretty, pretty phenomenal. You, you want could to probably pay for it. I know we joke around about you know, uh, being like a tool for realtors to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, the shots that you took of my house when I was trying to sell it was amazing. Like, I made, that I was made my like number six, one shot. I made like 600 bucks off some houses uh, that I took off. Uh, yeah, yeah, you it made us money easily back. pay for this thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying I should get yeah. it. You're telling me it's an, yeah. it, I mean, I respect your opinion. You're a friend of mine. You're also a smart man. You're saying I should get it, Todd, is what you're saying. I think, well, I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Like, I want to see the video. You know? And it's not my money, so of course I want you to get it. That has nothing to do with my school bills. So don't worry about that. Yeah, don't we'll worry. Those, okay. are, those are what loans are yeah, for, just right? Just defer them. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of high-quality video, Please. I don't know if you caught the uh, drop cam announcement. Yeah, uh, you're a Dropcam fan, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I use yeah, Dropcam. Yeah. I have security cameras. Um, and and I know you were, uh, I think you got in before I did with these Early things, right? adopter, man. Uh, I got, we have the Big O and Duke's uh, compound. And by that, I mean the torn up, uh, broken down <laughs> strip mall <laughs> that we, uh, we lease some space from in the tech corridor in Manassas, Virginia. Uh, that's got a few drop cams hanging out in there. Uh, 2013 is when I first got on board. So, uh, okay. So you're yeah. not going to get a new one. So basically the, the, they saying that the old drop cams are going to stop working. First gen. And that's like all the way back in 2009, yeah. I think. Um, if you've got a first-gen drop cam, you are in luck uh, because you're, they're, no, they're no longer going to support the, your camera. Um, they simply – their statement says that they are that the type of resolution, the type of, of, of performance that this camera offers is no longer up to par for them. But essentially, they don't want to support it anymore. So instead of just boning you like Google Glass mm -hmm. has for us, uh, <laughs> they are going to give you a brand new one. So you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Right? Did that. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, it's the original Dropcam and Dropcam Echo. They look like they're pretty dated uh, things. Like yeah. These, these don't look like good video cameras. If, if, you, if you have a Dropcam and you're wondering, well, I wonder what, what, uh, what model year mine was. If your Dropcam currently does not look like the models that are out there now, that's probably a good sign that says you've got an older model um, yeah. because the styling is completely different. Um, it's just look, it looks dated. It looks like something from 1990. Um, I love my drop cam. I, at, I, I gotta be honest with you the, the when I first started looking into security solutions, uh, I was kind of, um, taken, taken on, uh, I wasn't happy with the subscription model, right? Because yeah. if you think about it, uh, anyone can just, put a webcam to anywhere and like record it and just why do you have to pay a monthly fee you know i kind of i don't like that no right? and you and you of all people have the not just the resources but you have the know-how to say okay i could do it this way 
Yeah, I, I, I was out. like, look, I'll write a hundred lines of code. <laughs> to make my own job See, that's the way I think. That's the, that. It, please put that someone put that on Todd's profile somewhere. He'll write a hundred <laughs> lines of code just to make it work the way he wants it to. Work. But it, when it, when I first got it, you know, it was so easy to set up, and that's why you know they they became so popular. You can just plug these things in, and they it's so easy to set up, and then they give you a month for free, and it's. You're like, uh, I think I'm going to pay, you know, yeah. like they, they show you how great it is and you don't have to worry about configuration or upgrading software. It's just always on, always working. And it emails you as soon as like it detects a loud noise or someone walks into your home or your office, really good stuff. It It's, I, I'm, I'm sold on this, this technology. A lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Also, when you get an alert, you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, I know. I tell you, I got this one alert. I was freaking out. Like, oh, that's uh, not fun. So what happened? I have one at the back, like uh, uh, monitoring my back door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Door. I've seen it before. And so it detected uh, a loud noise mm-hmm. and then it detected uh, motion. Video. Oh, no. And it, what it was is it showed a, it was a shadow on the floor being coming in from the door window and it looked like a person was like trying to, you know, lock, lock, pick my yeah, door. Break in, break in. And there was a loud noise and you, I saw this person shadow. Turns out it was like a tree just like shining in. Okay. But with the, you know, it was like, it was crazy. And then I get all these alerts now. Like you think your home is always quiet and nothing's going on. There's always some kind of noise. Yeah. Like someone's throwing up a ladder and your neighbor or someone uh, like your computer monitors just come on. Yeah. Like I get so many alerts just because my <laughs> computers decide to wake up at 3 a.m. and just turn themselves on. That's like they're self-aware. It's yeah. Skynet is what it is. And it's like freaking me out, you know. I, I like and it's also interesting to see what happens. So, for example, with our drop cam at Big O and Duke's. We since we live in a it's a public space. Um, at three a.m., you can see headlights parked in front of our studio, and I always wonder. Well, they're clearly not there for a big Owen Duke's taping. There's there's either a drug deal or a blow and go happening because I just I sit there and I'm blow like, blow and go. Yeah, what else is going on? Right? Is that what you kids call it these days? I, I don't know. The I, old blow and go. I didn't come up with that term. I'll just say that. There's nothing good that could be happening in in a, a warehouse district or a tech corridor at 3 a.m. on a weekday night. I'll say that much. I agree with you. Yeah, I, so uh, I think everyone should should look into some kind of security. System. Yeah, uh, but Dropcam, they're doing it right. They're uh, getting rid of some of their hardware and then upgrading you for free. Yeah, when Google buys you, uh, you can do things like that. Uh, what about our glasses, man? Oh, uh, <laughs> I really, know, right? I'm still bitter about that. I know. We spent so much money on those <laughs> paperweights. <laughs> you know? Someone said to keep them, they'll be worth something sometime. I said, I don't think that's really the yeah, case. We can, like, start a museum. <laughs> Put them in there. Here they are. This is just the Google this Glass area of the museum. Stuff we bought. It's like our two glasses. Uh, speaking of uh, of giving, I guess, because we gave our money um, to the Google and they took it. Might as well have been for free. Uh, yeah. iTunes is making a... They're actually taking a model that has worked for them in the app space and now may bring... I think that what they're trying to do, Todd, honestly, is bring more people back to iTunes since uh, their profits are contracting a little bit uh, because of these streaming services. Yeah, the news is get free TV shows and music with Apple's new free on iTunes section. Now, uh, of course, as you mentioned, apps have always had a free section. But now, uh, you know, you can get music and TV shows. There's a free section. And let me tell you, you know, I use, we both use Apple TV. Right? Yes. And one thing that, I, that I'm noticing is uh, all these new TV shows, they give you the first show for free. And I tell you, that works. Yeah, the first hits on us. Because it, it, let's see, uh, just the other day, I will say last week, I decided to watch the first show of Fargo, the TV series, not the movie, with Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. That is so good. I was hooked from the first show, ended up buying the whole season so I could finish watching. So th- this model works, okay? And I've done this multiple times where I've seen like TV shows they give the first show away for free and then you they offer you to buy the they let you decide season. they let you decide if you want to continue 
that works so well for me that, um, yeah, if I like the show, what's another one? 12 Monkeys. I love the movie. Uh, so they gave the first show TV show away for free, watched it and I'm, I'm hooked. Like I, I haven't gotten into 12 monkeys. I, know I Fargo, want the but... rest of the season. They, yeah. they hasn't, I'm still waiting on show two, but, uh, great, great TV shows. Oh, uh, look at so that. this model works. Um, but this has just been in, this article is just out today. Uh, they, they're starting a new free on iTunes category, very similar to what kind of what Amazon does this kind of thing a lot too. Uh, but it's cool to see uh, this coming to iTunes as well as Apple TV. Yeah, I'm excited uh, simply because it, it and it's smart on their part. A lot of people go to the app store and they download free apps simply because that's what they're used to. You know, there's kind of a culture that says and they're expecting more from free apps overall. But they're also used to, like you said, get that free. They get that free uh, free app, but they're they're used to these in app purchases where oh, I want to right. upgrade, right? Yeah. So this is the same model, but on a, a grander scale. As far as the music's concerned, I think the music's the most interesting part, not just from the TV side. While I've always liked the TV side, the fact that they're scaling this open, they're highlighting what's free for not just television, but music really means the world to me uh, simply because. I, yeah, but how does this, and this is interesting, you brought it up. Yeah. How, how does this work for music, though? So, like, I understand TV shows, you get hooked, you want shows two, three, four, five. Music's not like that. Yeah, but music is, they, they want to get you in the habit of going there for music. And eventually, uh, for, for example, if you like, um, that you discover some sort of, some artist out there, right? So let's say you like a new Fallout Boy track that just got released. And, or if you're into. Uh, you decided you want to get the, the next free song from um, I don't I don't know. Let's say Miley Cyrus for free. She decides to give that away. She gives that single away. You're more likely because you're already in that that ecosphere to just go ahead and purchase the rest of them instead of just walk mm, away. You're I'm already not, there. I don't know, man. This isn't like music doesn't work like it used to. You know, you remember when like music was good and like. Bands would put out an album, <laughs> and every song on it was amazing, I'm not and it could you, stand alone as a single. You, Nowadays, it's like a single plus a bunch of crap. Though, and though, why buy the album? If right? you think about, well, I've see, I've bought the album for just a single in the past because iTunes has made you do that. If you wanted to buy the rest of the album, you you couldn't buy the hit single without buying the album. I'm just like saying, I've done that in the past. I think the music model, this music model, I don't think it works as good. They as have to try something show. because what has been what has been working has stopped working because well, of it's all everyone's gone to streaming. Yes. We just want to stream everything, right? We don't want to. We're moving to a, a nation of renters. We just we don't want to own anything. We rent everything, including all our digital content. It's all rented. Do you have a fra- favorite band? Do you have a favorite band? I always forget it for some reason. Widespread Panic. Is that who you like? <laughs> what? Who do you like? I You can't say. That's like saying what's your favorite TV show. It's like there's just too many who, to who, list. Who is one of, one of your favorite bands? One of my favorite yes. bands? Uh, why do you do this to me? It's a simple question. Who, do you, who are you listening to right now? Um, all right, look, I'm going to pull up. I have to, here's what I have to do to answer that question because I don't even know artist names anymore. That's fine. I, that's fair. I have to fire up I'll Spotify, say this. That Taylor Swift I will tell album, you this. I'm no, not, I'm going to answer your question. Okay, I'm not too much of a man to tell you while you look for that. Okay. That, that, Tycho. That, that, Tycho is what I code to. It's this band okay. that played last year at Google IO. Tycho. Yes. The that's only Tycho I remember was the one that made toys. And then I, I, <laughs> I got to keep not the same, same different Tycho. Um, okay. So say you have Tycho. You go into iTunes, his music is up there for free, but then there's something else from the band that they're offering that isn't for free. Would you be willing to pay for it after you got a few free songs? No. Okay, well, no, that, that's you. I wouldn't. Well, that's because a song uh, doesn't continue into track two. It's an entirely different song that you may or may not like, right? Yeah. Whereas a TV show, it's probably going to continue being good if you like track number one. That's, that's look, I, I, I get that there is a connection between each of the episodes. I understand that. My my thought is the, the latest Taylor Swift album uh, was pretty damn good. A lot of hits have come out of there. So just, you know, the odds of having one song one song off an album. I mean, yes, that's the majority. I think the truth for the majority of artists out there. But one song could turn turn someone into a fan and then they that converts into a sale for that band. Look, if we're talking about independent artists, I totally agree. That you know that this would be great exposure 
to to for for musicians because i mean musicians make their money performing right big or small true 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 so yeah i I understand that if you're just looking for exposure i got it but my point we're talking about the business model yes of itunes Mm -hmm. right and i see this working for apps within app purchase i see this working with uh um, you could almost say movies in a way because they always give you a trailer or they give you something for free, right? Yes. To entice you and then you end up buying. Um, and then uh, it works for the TV Todd, shows like we talked about. But I, I know music, I, I don't think it we're, works. We're beating a dead horse, but I'm here right okay. now. I'm on iTunes. I'm going to go to free on iTunes, right? It's right at the top of the screen. So I go to free on iTunes. I'm going to give yep. you the artists that are on there right now, right? Okay. Uh, we've got songs and bestsellers. Beautiful day featuring Sheryl Crow and Joshua Radin. I don't know. I know both of those artists, but I, I like Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Uh, it it has begun by Starset, and I don't see any big artists outside of those first two. Penguins Prison, uh, Sharon Von Elton. So these might be all indie artists if we're really talking about this. Mm. Johnny Rain is one guy. I guess my point is shown a, the districts. If it's a great single, yeah. Are they gonna? Maybe they're only giving it away for free for free for like a week, and that you know what? That's probably the business model. You give it away for free for a week, and then you sell and, it, and then it goes back to being like paid. like the apps, like some featured apps, and then all your friends uh, have it and are listening to it, and so you go, and you're like, man, I missed it. I'll just buy it. F it, right? Yeah, that could work. That, that's probably the model. I like. I that. don't think people are gonna buy an album based off a single, though. Your that was your theory. No, that is my theory. I, you know, I stand by that, but we'll see. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on. You, I think we beat that. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Sundance. Uh, oh. If you on right now. Raise your hand if you're going to Sundance. This guy. That's Todd. Yeah. Tomo. Thanks for the invite, by the way. I do appreciate it. I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah. That was really kind I of you. wish you guys could have yeah. joined us. But yeah, I'm going out in two days and uh, do a little skiing, but I'm... I, I'm really, I've never done Sundance, uh, Park City, Utah. So yeah. I, I'm, I really want to like catch a few movies, some of these yeah. independent films. Uh, one of my favorite comedians, the Colombian Sarah- White Powder. Oh, yeah. There. And they're, it, they're getting dumped on. Yeah. Like, yeah tons yeah. of snow, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of my favorite <laughs> comedians is Sarah Silverman, uh, who's the most amazing woman in the whole world. I'll let you know that. Uh, she has a movie that's going to be there. And I'm going to try really hard to see that. But, what is the tech story? So I just came across this story uh, today that they're really embracing VR filmmaking, uh, virtual reality, yeah. Oscar. And I don't know if you've gotten to experience it. I got to experience uh, watching a VR movie uh, at CES. No, no. I've only heard accounts of uh, this experience. And let me tell you, there's something to it. Okay. So I uh, got to use this Samsung Oculus uh, device where they put the phone in there and you get to see this movie that is 360 degrees. So I could, I could spin around and look behind me and I'd see video. I could look in front of me where most of the action will actually like the action went up high when I was watching me and you would look up, but I could look to the left and right. And there were other actors there in the movie. They weren't really the main action, but they were there. So it was just interesting that you had this uh, entire 360-degree view of a movie. And so people are thinking this is is the next 3D, right? Virtual Mm -hmm. reality. And so Sundance is featuring a lot of stuff in VR where it's uh, um, you you put on a headset and you're watching a movie like that. And, you know, we all know video games are kind of going in that direction with Oculus Rift. Yes. But... Are movies going in that direction? That's going to be interesting. That's a great question. Yeah, it seems like uh, you know something's starting here. Something's building. This setup and- is the VR. Uh, even if you so uh, essentially th- think about wearing a, a, some uh, goggles and some of these um, like betas make it even feel like you're at the movies. Uh, that's what I've been told, at least, that you have a screen that looks, the screen looks, when you look left and right, it looks like you're sitting at the movies with the vantage point of looking at a theater. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's pretty wild. I, I hope I'll be able to experience uh, some of this while I'm out there. Um, but there was another major announcement by Microsoft. Did oh, you catch this? yeah. Uh, you part, well, of the, part of the Windows 10 announcement uh, that was made. 
this is the thing, and we'll, we're going to play some audio here from uh, their keynote. Uh, yeah, and don't mind. Uh, formed his action from a very early age. Mind, mind the presenter's Nobody voice. Had to teach us about it. We didn't have to go to years of advanced math. Or physics. <laughs> this guy. Okay, pause it for a second. Okay, okay, okay. Nobody knows what uh, this is. Hold on pause. a second. I just secured the voice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Kermit the Frog. Now, the, we're talking about, uh, so Microsoft presented Windows 10, and uh, they saved the best for last, which was this thing called HoloLens. HoloLens. Yes. Is it HoloLens? I, or think it's, I think they're pronouncing hologram. Ha- 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 I thought it was Halo, to be honest with you, but it's hollow. hollow. It's hollow. It's like hollow. 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 Like hologram, like hologram. Hologram. Yes. HoloLens yeah, hollow uh, by Microsoft. It's like this. It's what we wanted Google Glass to be, right? Yes. You, it's a full heads-up display. Looks like ski goggles. You put this on, but you can see through them, right? And then they add holograms into your real world. Yes. And they demoed, uh, basically, it's a minority report. You remember that? Where yeah. Tom Cruise is moving things around, objects in air. Right in front of him. That's what they portrayed in this technology. Demo. You're at a cross section with the hollow uh, technology that Microsoft announced of, and this is the best way to explain it. It's the Oculus Rift uh, meets Google Glass. And you're right to say, Todd, that's what we wanted Google Glass to be in one way or another. Uh, Microsoft says within this announcement that this is what and they've what done, right? Now yeah, let's listen to Kermit for a second. If technology had the same sensing capability to process all of this input about the world around us. Right, this guy's a genius, So that we probably. could see the world as we see it. Well, give he's us no Steve new Jobs. ways to interact with technology. No, he just needs... New ways to communicate, new ways to create, mm-hmm. and new ways to explore. He just needs a good ear, nose, and throat uh, doctor. That's the dream we've been pursuing, and that's what you get Here we go. when you mix holograms Ooh. in our world. Ooh. Imagine an engineer seeing instructions overlaid and in the context of their work. Oh, God. Imagine an architect walking around their designs all while their clients <laughs> are reviewing Why it. Why can't he sound like that? I don't know. Imagine a surgeon a learning a procedure. The question is this. You, yes. Do you think this is BS? They're, they put I, a lot of energy into presenting yeah. this. Yeah. Well, I tell you, the, they said that the hologram APIs are baked in to Windows 10. And uh, I guess that's, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, when I first watched it, I, I told you I thought it was BS. Yeah. Uh, I, it's one of those things I have to wear that I just don't know how they're going to do it. It just, look, obviously that's where we all want to be. Yes. And I don't know what they've invented here to enable that, mm-hmm. but it, I, I'm curious about it, obviously, and I think there's something to it. There, there's probably a, a bigger question uh, of are these things safe? Uh huh. Um, do we want people driving around town seeing holograms? <laughs> yeah, but think about the the applications just, they just talked about: engineering, uh, medicine. Um, you it, know that that's what's great about. I think Google Glass kind of brought that to the forefront. And even Google said, we're still going to support those uh, companies that are using it as part of their business model. Not necessarily a consumer play, but like an enterprise play. Because there is a lot of useful stuff that you can have with with this kind of heads-up display. Um, I I think it's cool, you know. I I think everyone's trying trying to build the next the next big thing in terms of VR and you know, Microsoft's has a good track record with, uh, you know, with the connect. I always thought the connect yeah. was, was a really good device. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if, if, you know, the, if this is a real consumer play, Wouldn't they have had this at CES. Like yeah, why well, Microsoft launch, why doesn't like to join CES. I don't think. Okay. But they'll I mean, probably be at GDC. I, I yeah. imagine I'll be at GDC covering that. Good. So hopefully I get to try these bad boys on, you know. But yeah. they they showed the demo. They showed the YouTube thing. And, you know, it's just it seems too good to be true from what what I'm, what you see there. You know what I mean? I, I, like, I see it. I think it's 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 plausible. I think that this is this is still years away. I might be wrong, though. No, I think you're right. I mean, 
I mean, this is this is, uh, this is research and and this is progress. Um, but I'm not gonna say this is amazing until I actually get the. That's fair. Put it on. We said Google Glass was amazing when we spent fifteen fifteen grr on it, <laughs> you know, or fifteen hundred grr. Yeah. Um, we also uh, can say that the the presentations. I mean, it's I mean, it makes you hopeful that you could actually do this. But this guy. Is well, I mean, the guy. I'm not talking about the guy. guy. I'm talking about the video beforehand. I'm talking I'm about. Kermit. I want to hear Kermit. You want to hear him again? This guy, though, I feel for him because he's probably the. the I mean, they wouldn't put him up there unless he sure deserved it. Without ever having to pick up a scalpel, or imagine my personal favorite. Imagine go. turning your living room into a surreal gaming environment. Oh. Uh. Now I know this sounds. Now I know this sounds perhaps crazy. <laughs> Maybe you know even, even you know a little bit impossible. Okay, stop. but this is I why I, I fell in love with this art form at a very, very He's even early dressed age. like Steve Jobs. In- you know that's oh. what annoys me. And he actually used the words, "We are trying to get technology out of the way." And Apple's been saying that that forever. That it's like as soon as you, if you can build a device where you don't even think about technology, just technology gets out of the way. And so you can just dive into your like Apple's been saying that for years. And it, that when I when I heard him say that, I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. Here we go. Something fishy's going on. Yeah. Hey, well, good for Microsoft, man. Come on. They need a win. <laughs> they do need they a win. They need a win. And, I ho- and I'll be honest with you. I hope Windows 10, I hope they knock it out of the park. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a lot better than Windows 8. That's for I, sure. I will say that I see uh, that tablet slash um, computer in uh, grad school. I want to say at least 70% of the people in my class have that. What? Yeah. Shockingly really? enough. Yes. And they love really? it. They love it. Oh, come on. They're on their Mac Pros, right? No, Mac no, 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 Pros. no. I've got my Mac. I've, there's Mac Pros, but I'm saying there's 30% of those people, I think simply for form factor, that they enjoy that smaller, compact. Uh, what I don't even know what it's called these days. The Surface, the Surface. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah, the so, Surface Three. Yeah. So I saw a bunch of those sitting in front of me, and I said, and I actually asked yeah. to see one, guys, and it's light. It's light, and if he said it works perfectly for him, but you also have to take an. Did account. you add? Did you like do a poll or a survey why they own them? Uh, they said that they they. One of the guys that I talked to did some heavy government contract, and he said that uh. that he needed. Uh, a Windows-based machine, and this was the lightest one you could find. There you go. Yeah. So, government, like government play. Government play. Yeah. 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 Enterprise. Yeah. Enterprise. enterprise software. Yeah. Don't. Uh, we can't. We can't discount Microsoft. I no. mean, they're 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 tr- they're getting back on track. Uh, I want them to, man. I, I I'm I rooting for too. them. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm using my Windows PC right now. There you I'm go. St- I'm still on Windows Seven. Alien- Alienware, baby. Yeah, man. Water cooled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for apps of the week for the dorks. Uh, okay. Right. Do you have a good app? I do. This actually has to do, when you were in school, Todd, um, and for me as well, eons ago, we had a syllabus that we had to follow, and you had to make sure that you had everything nice and organized right. on some prepare, sort of- let me, just, let me just prepare everybody. Yes. Uh, Oscar's in uh, back in school now. <laughs> so for the next- year and a half yes. all of his apps are going to be like college related go ahead <laughs> just uh my app is tinder i'm i'm kidding uh no it's not, it's not tinder so i'm sure everybody uses it as much as they do at maryland um my app is canvas and canvas you may wonder what's canvas canvas is an app that and this is remarkable an app that it has a desktop feature. It also has, you know, an iOS feature and an Android feature where you can look and and uh, view all your files that, that are related to your course, like uh, case studies that you need to read for any assignments, your readings, everything except for your textbook you can find on your Canvas app. Uh, it, and all you have to do is log in. And once you log in, you see all the courses that you've signed up for. You can drill down to each course and you can find the syllabus. You can find the required readings, the PDFs that have been uploaded. You can find your grades for assignments you've turned in on Canvas. Uh, For example, two of my assignments have already been graded. And I got to tell you, they uh, they don't use Blackboard. They use Canvas. I never heard of Canvas. Who makes Canvas? I've heard of that. Really? 
Yeah, yeah pretty wild. So uh, there used to be a blackboard school. I actually asked this, Todd, because I was uh, I was pretty. I was like, I thought you guys used blackboard, and they said they transitioned from blackboard. The University of Maryland did at least uh, three years ago to Canvas, and I said, well, why? And then they really didn't. Have, the professor had no real uh, answer for me, but. I'll mm-hmm. say this, that uh, pretty impressed. I wish they had this when I was at WVU because all it was was searching for that syllabus and asking people what was due when because it wasn't anything like this. So the company's name is Instructure. Does that sound right? Yes. Yes. Sounds, sounds very familiar. It's time to get in touch with your education. That's oh, the slogan. Look at that. So that's great. Yeah. They uh, have a little to-do feature right on that app. Uh, any notes? Your professor, when your professor writes to the class... For example, we had um, an update for my financial accounting class, and the professor writes directly to the the cohort or the class, and it comes, it pops right up as a notification on my app, and then I read his note right there. Pretty wild, right? It is wild. Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait to hear what the next uh, college app. Yeah, yeah next one's going to be. You're going to be plugged in, and so they they you just went through this orientation and yeah. they told everyone to download and install this. They said that's how that, that you will not, you will be left in the dust. Basically they said there will be assignments and notifications. You should put it on your smartphone as soon as possible and use the desktop application as well. Or, uh, and but if you have a Blackberry phone, what do you do? You then? use your desktop. Oh, so you have to, yeah. So you have to have a computer or smartphone. Yes. To attend this college. I imagine, or they point you towards the computer lab. That's what happens. That's it. <laughs> so they do give you computers if you don't bring one. I, I, I No one has raised their hand and said, hey, I don't have access to a computer yet. I guess if you're getting an MBA, you yes. probably have yeah. a computer. Or, I would hope. Or you scurry and find one. That's what you yes. do. <laughs> you run down to the Microsoft store and yeah, buy yeah. yourself the uh, Yeah, And we can surface. get discounts now, Todd. Discounts. On what? Twenty percent off all Apple products. Twenty? Um, yes, it's phenomenal. You're. Oh my God! Bad we're gonna student. milk this. So we're gonna much. milk the system. We're oh, putting the system on trial. Like, my company only gets like seven percent off. You're getting twenty percent. Yeah, man. I can buy stuff with my .edu address. <laughs> oh, you have a .edu? What's yeah. your email address? Uh, it's. Let me see what it is. It's uh, Smosker at. <laughs> no, it's Smosker at rhsmith.umd.edu. You have the valuable EDU address. Oh my God. That's like, that's like, uh, you know, like people that clip coupons. <laughs> that would be like the dream email address. Right? It's you phenomenal. Get, you get the hookup. And I have a student ID, which is hilarious. You remember, there was a time where Facebook required a .edu. Yeah. Well, I have to find that website now because all it's going to be is uh, discounts for, for I, I don't even know what I need to buy. <laughs> so if you need to buy anything, let me know. Because Yeah. No, I got that drone. I think that's gonna it's gonna cut me to the quick as soon as I pull the trigger no. there. Uh, if you're getting twenty percent off Apple, I'm gonna send you a grocery list. <laughs> All right, let me get to my app real no quick. Problem, uh, as you know, I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of Pulse, and I, and I thought uh, I've been looking for a replacement ever since uh, Pulse, the newsreader, uh, got purchased by LinkedIn. I didn't really like the direction it was going. Um, and I found a better news reader, and it's called Smart News. Oh, look at you. And I really like the layout. Um, I haven't seen any ads in it yet, but it's it's basically the same way. You can uh, you pick the things that you want to subscribe to. Uh, and, of course, technology is my first tab. And you get this really nice, easy-to-read um, view of everything. And it's not just like a Pinterest view. It's... It's, you know, where, where I think Pulse was kind of Pinterest for news. This actually gives you a lot of uh, good info, right? You can just scroll right through it immediately. You can, the thing I really like about it, you click on it. They have this smart view. It removes all the crap that you see on a website, and it just gives you the whole article right there. Um, I wish that you could make that your default view. Hopefully, that'll come soon. But it, for... Is, for uh, Consuming news, mm-hmm. I think it's top notch, and it's called Smart News, and it was and it was the number one app. I don't know if it is anymore, cool. but I've been using it uh, all every day almost. Smart it's news, Smart News, all one word, and it's fantastic. Try it out; I think you'll like it. All right, perfect. A uh, quick uh, note: if you're out there, uh, uh, Todd's got a new uh, new baby that he launched. Um, maybe you want to let the yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it's called about that. White Noise Market. And I just, so I launched the website before. You remember that? Yes. 
And I actually, I just did a massive update today. So the, the website is, has this awesome new, uh, some awesome new features on there. Uh, like you can, you can heart things. You like people, you can leave comments about the sounds you download the white noise, but I just released the native apps. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So there's an Android and an iOS version called white noise market. And it, it integrates with the white noise apps, whether it's the free one or the paid one. And it allows you to download all these free sounds. Uh, very, very easy. You'll download them in the background. It's so much easier than using the Safari browser and going to like whitenoisemarket.com. The native apps are just so much easier to use. Uh, because let's think, I mean, my company is an app company. We're not a website company. So the website is something that is so for, for, foreign to me that even though I think it's good, it's, it's a source of many problems. Uh, whereas these apps, uh, it's just so much easier to use. And it just goes to show, you know, and I think the future is in, in, in these applications because the native app is so much faster. It works so much better. And it works in the background and it has all these additional features. So if you wouldn't mind, um, if you have Android or iOS, uh, check out the, the new app. I just launched it this weekend. All right. Perfect. It's a white noise market. Check it out. I loved it. I think it's, uh, I said, I think I wrote you it's like your white noise social network. And, uh, and yeah. I, li I liked it because I was like, I, I saw Schmosker Fantana on there a lot. Uh, but I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I was uh, that jerk. I was liking, uh, I was liking the sounds I saw, and I and noticed that you have all these new sounds that I just hadn't discovered yet. I was like, all right, I'm gonna download these. It's really neat because, like before, we had this crappy WordPress site, you know. Yeah. And and it was just, and I noticed though a lot of people were leaving comments and having conversations. So. I built this around the idea, hey, people want new sleep sounds and they want to talk about which sounds they like, which sounds they don't. They want to recommend things. And I've been amazed. Like, yeah, when we publish, well, now we're up to, we're publishing new sounds every day, by the way. Great. That's totally awesome. free. Perfect. Totally free. And people are having conversations. People are like, I like this sound. I like mixing it with this. And I sound. see that you're, you're, um, the, the white noise or the TMSoft staff is responding. Like somebody wanted a volume change, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll." T they took care of it. Yeah, right. I was like, "I was like, what's going on? It is awesome." It's a community. It's right? crazy. It's a virtual community, and Pretty we're cool. building it. And it's just the start. But man, got some really big plans this year. Good. Take this thing really, really far, and I'm excited about it. So, would appreciate. It. Yeah, try the app out. You know, Perfect. let me know what you think. Get on it. Uh, make sure you uh, you tell them where you uh, where you heard about it. Let him know. Give him some love. Uh, give it a nice a nice uh, a nice review and uh, some f a five star action. I would really appreciate that. Uh, as usual, I at Oscar Radio on Twitter. Check it out. Um, need some more followers. I'd like to get to ten thousand this year. I think out of eighty five hundred, not so bad. Nice. Um, also, uh, as far as the shows are concerned, um, thank you for those of you that are that are new to Tech Four Hundred One because of the serial promo. Uh, this is this is what you get. Enjoy. Um, and for those of you who have been sticking with us since day one, do appreciate that. We'll continue putting out good content as long as you continue listening. All right. That's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.